Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday. The Packers have held their final open-to-the-media OTA practice. Matt LaFleur has met with the media for the last time prior to training camp. They do have one final OTA workout tomorrow that is not open to the media or the public. So for all intents and purposes, on the outside looking in, it's summer break. But uh, little bits of news there from Matt LaFleur yesterday regarding the start of training camp. I put it up on a short here on the YouTube channel. But yes, July 27th will be the first training camp practice with the vets and the rookies. The rookies set to report on July 22nd. Vets set to report the 26th with the first practice that Wednesday, the 27th. Shareholders meeting that Monday, the 25th. So that is clearly the week, so to speak, where things will start to ramp up. As I said, on my short, if you are interested in coming to training camp and you want to see some hitting or at least some physicality, because God knows in the modern NFL and the training camps today, there isn't real hitting going on. But if you want to see guys in pads getting physical, you'll want to wait a little bit. Those first five practices have to be conducted without pads due to the CBA. So if you want to see guys getting after it a little bit, just just wait like a week and then plan your trip around arriving when the pads come on. Otherwise, I'm excited. I'm going to be in town for most of it. Uh, not all of training camp, but I'll definitely be there for a few weeks. Can't wait to get back on the ground in the motherland. It's been a while and always excited to get camp underway. But as Mr. Banky says, we're in pre-camp mode now, baby. It is pre-camp from now until July 27th. It is the best time of the year. Hasn't been a yard given up. They, they have scored uh, a billion points. There are no penalties. Everyone's pristine. There have been no mistakes made. All the promise of the season lies ahead. No injuries have happened. It is pre-camp. Love it. Pre-camp. Get on it, people. Something else you should get on. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm doing. This Sunday, this weekend, it's Father's Day. It's not too late to get yourself a classic old-school Lambo print for your father. A perfect Father's Day gift, people. A great classic alternative to the usual photography-based sports posters that get relegated to the basement or man cave. These prints look like art. People love hanging them in a den, a living room, or a professional office. I just hung mine last night in my living room because they're old school and sharp from a design perspective. Makes them a really great Father's Day gift. You can find a link to ballparkblueprints.com in the description of this video. Make sure you use code CHEESEHEAD. That's code CHEESEHEAD for 10% off. That's what you want to do, people. Get on it. Get on it, folks. Hello to everybody in the comment section. Hope you're all doing well. Dennis is here, of course. Evan, what's up? How are you? Ken Dog. morning. Hope you're doing well. I will say, I love firing up, you know, the, the camera and the computer and everything every morning and seeing this great little community. You guys are always kind of hanging out on YouTube prior to my going live and saying good morning to each other. And I got to say, that really means a lot to me that you found, you know, a spot on the internet where you can all kind of gather maybe with your coffee, what have you, and just chat up Packers and whatever else is going on in your life. Just a little bit of a community, you know? I love it, man. I know there are tons of places. There are tons of outlets where you could go and get your Packers content or talk Packers and the fact that you utilize Cheesehead TV in any way, shape, or form means a lot to me. So thank you so much for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day. Uh, what's going on, Mark? How are you? Complicated fella. I bet Dylan has a lifetime supply of <laughs> big thighs, a blessing, and a curse. 
you got that right. Oh wait, what I know? What would I know about that? I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. Did you see that we were all misled and that Tom Grassi did in fact get drafted by the Vikings? Should we be worried? I saw the thumbnail for his video and I saw it, it was a what if a Packers fan got drafted by the Vikings. Haven't watched it yet, but it's a fun idea. No doubt about it. Uh, Matthew, good morning. What are my thoughts on the Lions signing Funchess? Uh, interesting that they're going to immediately transfer him over to tight end. Saw they announced the signing as you know, Funches being a tight end. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, right? Big guy, get him involved in the passing game. He can certainly run the routes. I mean, I thought he looked pretty damn good in preseason last year in Green Bay prior to his injury. Um, but yeah, I think the Lions are you know, the perfect team for him in that, you know, he's probably going to get into the rotation there. It's not like they have a plethora of weapons. Um, be interesting to see him trying to block in line as a tight end, unless it becomes like, Every time he's on the field, they split him out or something, and then you may as well just call him a wide receiver. But hey, man, anything to elongate a career, right? I don't. I think it's worth a flyer, especially for the Lions. Makes a lot of sense. Wish him luck. Uh, Udat from New Orleans. What's up, Christine? Are you a New Orleans fan? This is a bold move coming into a Packers chat, but I like it. Mm. <laughs> Brandy. Nags, do players have, quote, no stupid activities written into their contracts? Um, sometimes. I mean, it's not phrased like that, obviously, but there are guys who will have uh, certain forbidden activities, um, whether it's motorcycle riding or surfing or things like that. It can go from guy to guy. There's no blanket thing from the Packers that I know of. Now, maybe there is, and I just haven't seen it, but um, occasionally guys will have no basketball and things like that. It's kind of funny, though, because the Packers literally have a basketball court in the in the facility. So, you know, it's I, I don't think there's too much they could say. Um, but, yeah, there are there are, you know, certain guys who maybe have you know, certain pastimes, whatever, maybe considered a bit dangerous physically that the team will try to protect itself. But um, mostly not always, but mostly that's down to the individual negotiation. Uh, can we reincarnate Gullen Jenkins? Well, he has passed away. Um, I think you you might clone him from when he was in his mid twenties. I'm down for that. Miss Colin Jenkins. One of the one of the biggest mistakes Ted Thompson ever made was allowing Colin Jenkins to go. Jesse, what's going on? Thanks for the super chat. Good to see you again, Nags. Hope all is well. All is well, Jesse. I'm here on a Wednesday talking Packers. It's going to be really hot today, but although not as hot as I saw TKM says it's going to be 115 where he is. Ooh, baby, uh, I'll take uh, I'll take none of that. Thank you so much. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing? Yes, big talker. Doing that talking thing. Hope to see you tonight at uh, the happy hour there, Big B. And a reminder for Patreon members, tonight is the happy hour, 6 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern. I think I saw someone come on just as we were shutting down last week. So don't get it twisted. Make sure you know the time, time zones. 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central is the happy hour tonight. The information is on the Patreon page. Be there or be square. Uh, Saints fan who respects the Packers. Very well very well stated, Christine. Welcome to, welcome to Cheesehead TV. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, stop that, Aaron. Man, Big B, it's, it's his intro. I can't help it. It's I don't have a choice. This is the thing. You think I have a choice. I have no choice. 
Big B demands the intro. It's just his presence. It's like he hasn't even asked for it. It's just like the world, the universe saying, this is how you have to announce Big B. So I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Uh, I'm loving the in the middle of the night pause for Big B. <laughs> See? See? People, people enjoy it. Some people probably more than others. I got it. I literally got an email from someone talking about how I needed to get rid of the music and how, I mean, they went on a lengthy tirade about how annoying it was, which of course made me want to like elongate the music. I think I have to come up with a 12 inch remix and play it at the start. See, look, I like the music because it allows people to kind of know, okay, the thing, you know, the stream has started. And you have time to like get what situated, they like sat down, maybe get your computer right, whatever, your iPad, what have you. And then we're all going to start together rather than we're all like stumbling in like a bunch of hobos at the end of the night. You know, just like a little bit of a little bit of presentation, a little community, and then away we go. That's why I like the music. And I understand people find it annoying, especially if they're maybe on a podcast later on. They got to like sift through it. Like, and that's your cross to bear. I'm sorry. I enjoy it. So and so do a lot of other people. This is what we talk about in the offseason, people. This is the other thing. Like, we're about to hit the time, the stretch here, where we're going to be talking Star Wars. We're going to be talking movies. We're going to be talking music. Speaking of music, I'm DJing on Friday night. Check out my Insta. Um, so, you know, this is the offseason. So, we're, you know, unless you come some, you know, hardcore Packers questions, we're going to meander a little bit. So get ready. <laughs> you guys are funny. No, I love the music. It provides exactly what you said it does. When I hear it, I know it's time. Exactly. It's not tough. This isn't tough. Uh, da, 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 da. Then why does it play at the end? Because it's an outro, Eric. This has been Producing 101. Thank you. Da, 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 da. What else we got here? What else we got? Big B should have sponsors. Yeah, he should. I love the music. Thanks, Dan. So do I. What else we got, people? What else we got? Wish I could make happy hour, but I'll be on the lake tonight for even my own happy hour. I wonder if I can get YouTube on my boat. Alan, they got devices for that. You can get yourself some Wi-Fi on a boat, I think. I mean, this is the year of our Lord 2022. If you can't get Wi-Fi on a boat, why you have a boat? I understand. Yeah, like out on the lake, whatever. Fine. Drinking beers. Okay. But if you can't get Wi-Fi, what's the point? I kid. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just kind of. Any Cheesehead TV stuff for the shareholders meeting? Jeff, most likely not. Um, we will be having a Cheesehead TV meetup at some point during training camp. Won't happen around the shareholders meeting, though. I'm not even sure I'll be in town yet for the shareholders meeting, but I'll certainly be in town for the start of camp on the 27th. Um, and I may make it that Monday. I don't know. Uh, some of that's going to depend on my iHeart schedule. But... Um, we will certainly be doing something around that time, like into camp. So stay tuned. Make sure you're watching uh, Cheesehead TV for all the latest. Mm. Have you ever seen anyone frowning on a boat? Yeah, people being chased by the Coast Guard, maybe. 
this season will be crazy. Yes, yes, it will. In Sopranos, there was frowning on a boat. Well done. There was uh, frowning afterwards on the love boat in Minnesota. hey What is going on? Uh, meander toward doggy update. I'm, I, I've... There will be an update on the dog. I teased this on the radio yesterday, too. Um, just stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Walter, what's up, man? Name a wide receiver that was in a similar spot as Watkins and a career was revitalized, so to speak. Very good question. Because I've wondered about, like, the first thing I thought of as far as a guy who maybe was left on the scrap heap of the league and then kind of exploded back to a point where he became a huge star again was uh, Rich Gannon, the quarterback. And he wasn't a wide receiver, obviously, but he went from almost an afterthought backup, perennial backup journeyman guy to he literally won the MVP under Gruden there in Vegas. Ba- oh, not Vegas at the point. At that point, it was, I think it was Oakland or was it LA? I can't remember. The Raiders. Um, but Rich Gannon was the guy I kind of always think about in that, in that way. As far as a wide receiver, man, that's a, that's a tough one. You know, and it is interesting to hear him talk about being on the sofa, getting fat, so to speak. And obviously, like, this is all relative. He's not, like, fat like I'm fat. Like, you know, he's, like, NFL professional football player fat where, you know, he gets back into a workout routine. He's all right. Um, I would take, like, probably a year and a half to get into any kind of shape at this point. But it is fascinating to me to watch the kind of reclamation project here, you know, and the fact that Matt LaFleur pretty specifically talked about, you know, their time together with the Rams and how he felt pretty strongly that could get him kind of back in the swing, so to speak. And Vrabel's presence, I think, means a lot to Sammy Watkins. The fact that that was his first receivers coach back in Buffalo. I'm fascinated with the Watkins kind of um, trajectory here in Green Bay. I've told you guys before, I think he can do some real damage in this system with Aaron Rodgers pulling the trigger. The key obviously is his staying on the field, but yeah, as far as like a historical precedent, nothing leaps to mind, but that doesn't mean it's possible impossible. And it doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just can't think of one right now, but um, I'm man, I'm so hardcore pulling for him. No doubt about it. Uh, What else we got? What else we got? The Packers are the greatest team to ever play the game. Matt, this is correct. Uh, I saw that, uh, Stat put out by, I think it was Fox yesterday. Most M- league MVPs, you know, Packers in the league with 10 over the Colts with nine. And obviously a large part of that is Favre and Rodgers. But man, most MVPs, most championships, Packers are the gold standard, baby. It's pretty simple. It's science, really. Rodgers can make Watkins a star again. I tend to agree, Butch. Um, I just think he's got to stay on the field. If he is on the field, he's going to get opportunities, especially Sands, Devante, all those targets. They got to go somewhere. And I know Lazar will get his. They'll undoubtedly feature the backs. That's all going to happen. But, man, Watkins could do some real damage. Um, I know he had very disappointing stops there, or a disappointing stop in, in Baltimore. I, you know, I know he was really dealing with injuries towards the end of KC. But, um, I mean, hell, he helped KC win a ring. You know, he had that great play against Richard Sherman in the Super Bowl where he literally called out Devontae Adams afterwards for, you know, his tape study on watching Adams beat Richard Sherman inside on that on that route. So, yeah, I think if he can stay on the field, man, that's what it's all about. 
And, you know, that's a gamble by the Packers. There's no doubt, but it's a very cheap gamble. You know, his contract is virtually nothing comparatively. So, man, I just, I, I really, I'm pulling for him so hard. Absolutely. Uh, Moss was kind of revived in New England. That's a good point, Zeke. That's a good point. Um, you know, I mean, obviously Randy Moss was superhuman, like throughout. Like, I think he kind of dogged it with the Raiders, but, um, you know, what well, might have been Packers tried and Ted got on the phone with Randy apparently and said, now you got to understand Donald Driver is the number one. <laughs> I love you, Ted, but what are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Moss, that's a good, that's a good one. I mean, I kind of always think of Moss as he was, he never lost it. He just kind of lost his desire. Right. Um, but yeah, once he got to New England with playing with Brady, man, lights out. No doubt about it. How is Hill coming along? Alex, uh, good question. We're not going to really know anything, uh, physically on the, any of these injured guys until we get to training camp. Um, I know they, all the ACL guys have been working at the rehab group. It's impossible to tell what kind of degradation they're on. Um, will, I will be absolutely shocked if he doesn't start on PUP, um, both in training camp and in the regular season. Uh, but, hey, I've been surprised before. Guys come back quicker than others. Who knows? But um, we won't really have any kind of inkling until we get to camp there on the 27th. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Rank these three. Huber, Wildy, Domofsky. They're all number one in my book. See what I did there? Come on. I love my guys. They don't all love me, but I love my guys. Hey, man, let me tell you something. We are so spoiled as Packers fans. You don't, You all don't know. You don't know how spoiled you are with the beat that you have. You don't know. Those guys work their ass off, each and every one of them. They're all great. All great. Do you think a big part of this year's training camp for Goody is to see how well uh, Jordan Love gets the newly drafted wide receivers, gels with the new, new wide receivers? Have to think they will be playing together for the majority of the preseason games. I, you know, I would be lying if I said I thought Goody looks at that as a priority. Um, yes, would it be nice for them to gel? Sure, but that's not going to help you win ball games this year. You know, yes, he's looking long-term. There's no doubt about it, but there's no guarantee that Jordan Love is even going to be here past next offseason. Now, would it be nice to see some chemistry develop? Absolutely, of course. There's no doubt about it. But um, getting Jordan Love playing time in the preseason is clearly important for two reasons. One, obviously his own development, but two, to get some kind of showcase out there of, you know, this guy, this kid can actually play. So you can generate at least some interest next offseason. Um, because, I mean, that call on his fifth-year option, depending on where Aaron Rodgers decides, what Aaron Rodgers decides to do, man, it's a real fulcrum of an offseason next year. And the, the more that Jordan can pump up his stock, the better. Either way, regardless. So, but is that like a private, like the, chemistry between Jordan and the new wide receivers, something that Goody's going to be tracking or like paying particular attention to, I would doubt it. I don't really think that's too high on the priority list. Are they doing some of their renovations this summer after the stock money was acquired? Good question. Complicated. Um, I don't think the work on the video boards is going to start this summer. Um, but may I'm possibly maybe they, 
have something slated that I'm not unaware of, but I know at the moment, last I looked, they were still working on the players underground parking space. Um, you know, if you've been to Lambeau in recent years, you know, the players drive in off Lombardi and into, you know, a gated space, but it's still above ground. People see them, blah, blah, blah. What they're building is something where the players can drive underground park and just go into the facility, which kind of sucks for old school railbirds, but I understand wanting the players to be kind of sequestered away, so to speak. Um, you can still find them on Lombardi, probably turning into the facility. But yeah, as far as the video board work, I would suspect that's next off season. Maybe it happens this year, but I, I'd be surprised with how quick that turnaround would have to be heading into the regular season. I mean, training camps, what, four weeks away. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be a tight one. Is Sammy Watkins and Andre Risen move Cody with the all caps here. I mean, it's a bit different. I mean, I wouldn't draw complete parallels there because obviously Risen was brought in well into the season. Um, and I don't think Sammy has the off the field perception that, you know, Bad Moon Rising did. I mean, that was literally his nickname, Bad Moon Rising. Um, but the idea that veteran towards the end could help chase a ring, you can make that parallel. Yeah, sure. But um, I think that's where it would end. Because I do think, here's the other thing. I think, obviously, Andre Rising helped them win a Super Bowl. There's no question about his contributions. But Sammy, if he's in peak condition, uh, he is light years better as just a pure receiving prospect. I mean, he's a guy who could legitimately be a matchup problem for opposing defenses um, in a way that I don't think Ryzen ever was. And that's not to take any way, anything away from Andre Ryzen. He's a very talented guy, but they are very different animals in that regard. Do you see a lot of two-back sets this year? God, I hope so. I've talked about this before, but it seems every offseason since it's been the, you know, either Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams morphing into Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, every year we seem to hear about, oh, they could use both of them in the backfield together. And then Matt, you know, sometimes, every once in a while, sprinkles in a few of those plays, usually in the openers, and they're almost always successful. They usually work. Now, you could argue, if you're the play caller, game planner that yeah they work because they're specifically designed to take advantage of that week's opponent and i probably some credence to that right but what kills me what what i hate is that okay so they're successful but then they never get back to it like if you use it in the openers and it works like try it again in the second half like not right away maybe at some point some drive late in the third quarter early fourth get back to it um and maybe utilize something off of it or you show them the same thing and then run a different play. You know, it's just the illusion of complexity, as Matt always likes to talk about. But yeah, I, I hope so, because I think it's clearly two of their best players on offense are in the backfield. Get them on the field together. Make defenses defend them. Make defenses worry about them. And then once you start hitting with that, then again, work off of that. And I'm not saying anything Matt and company don't know. I know they understand this and. I'm hoping, I'm praying that the departure of Devontae Adams leads to this because you want to feature your best players. And Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are two of their best players. So from your YouTube comment to the football God's ears, because I hope that's what we see. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Brandy, pew, pew, pew. What are you watching? Star Wars over here? All right, everybody. I have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.